Look, I'm sure Jesse is a good driver, but you already got a great one. He's had a bad year. He didn't finish three races. All right, we're a team. You know, just because he's behind the wheel, you cannot pin this on him. Okay, Richmond. Richmond was his fault, but in his defense, he saw a cloud that looked like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I mean, it was... Yeah. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Pilot Light, a podcast where we watch the first episode of a TV show, and then we talk about it. My name's David, and joining us this week is Adam Sandler's sleeper friend, Everyman. <laughs> My name's Sam, and uh, a no-nonsense businessman clashes with an unconventional boss as they try to turn around a failing paper company. Sorry, I meant NASCAR team. <laughs> And I'm Joe, and this show is as dumb as a possum. Or maybe a raccoon that's going to graduate late. <laughs> is that a line from the show? Yes. That was funny when you delivered it. <laughs> they were talking about the driver in the in the vehicle. The driver, yeah. <sighs> well, well, that's something. So, this we watched... week, I do this bit, <laughs> oh, we watched uh, the uh, new sitcom called The Crew, uh, which uh, aired... In the typical Netflix fashion, where ten episodes were dumped as if pooed out of Kevin James's ass, um, which is pretty much accurate. On February the fifteenth of this year, which is very recent, um, it's like the right second now, recent says, show we've done um, as well. This and One Division are the only two like shows that we've done that are recent. Yeah, if you look it up, it says uh, the Crew twenty twenty one dash, and I I feel like let me just put twenty one now. Let me just let yeah. me just fill it in. I, I feel confident. This isn't the getting crew, 2021 to 2021, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, I, this was my pick because I don't know. I have some, like I have some weird. Uh, I was going to say fetish there actually, but that's not correct. I have some weird thing also, about yes. Kevin James. I was, gonna, I was <laughs> hoping. Also, I was hoping because, it's not fetish. That's weird. Because we did we did King of Queens a while back, and as much as I think, if we listen back to that show, we weren't particularly kind to it. I do kind. There's like something compelling about Kevin James in TV, less so in movies. I think in movies is a bit shit, but I think as a TV actor, and especially in King of Queens, I actually, I was like, you know what, I could sit and watch a little bit more of this in retrospect. So I don't know. There's something about him. There's something about him. Is that a mailman? Is it a barman? <laughs> no, it's every man. It's every man. Unfortunately. This doesn't really land in the same way. I think maybe, I think maybe King, King of Queens was um, a little bit more accomplished than, than this was. Is uh, well, was actually yeah. Because by, well, by the time we, by the time we published this, Netflix has probably cancelled it. So. <laughs> it's got, it's well, actually got like a cast that people have heard of in King of Queens helps probably. Um, no, I don't even think it's that. We'll get. I have a specific. I, I have a really strong um, train of thought on that. But Sam. Would you like to tell us, as we usually do with sitcoms, what is the premise to this show? Well, it's uh, so in this show, life in the garage of a NASCAR team swerves off track for crew chief um, Kevin James and his tight knit racing team when a new boss steps in and shakes things up. It's it is it's a workplace comedy in a NASCAR team. It is the office, but it's NASCAR. No, but it's a workplace oh. comedy in a workplace that isn't recognisable. And that I think that, that therein lies the problem. Yeah, It's like this having is, a workplace synergy, comedy that takes place on the International Space Station, which I'm not conflating with NASCAR, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but especially us, British are men you pitching that? who are aren't you pitching into that racing. Right hey? Green line. Are, you pit- are you pitching that right now? Not starring Kevin James. That would have to be... <laughs> 
Uh, come back to me. I've, I've definitely got a pitch for the for the cast of that. <laughs> but this show, I think that 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 is the biggest problem of this is that like what we learn in this episode, there's not enough. King of Queens works really well with Kevin James because he is like quite a likable guy. I think in the way that he acts and when he's playing just a schlubby guy, like you do like him and you do root for him and you kind of even do in this show, even though because it's NASCAR and because that is vague and mysterious and they're kind of like they, you know, it's they're advertising and they're doing this and they're doing that, but they're not mechanics and it's all very, it's hard to identify. Whereas in King of Queens. It's very easy. It's a family situation. He works in a dead end job, and he doesn't like his father in law. Like, there's a lot of yeah. humour that can be derived from that because it's a situation with which most of us are familiar. Whereas Kevin James running a NASCAR team that isn't winning, well, admittedly, my NASCAR team, by dint of not existing, it also isn't winning. But I feel like that's a really hard like hook to hang the hat of this TV show on. I, I think it's one of those things. Sorry, Joe. Do you want to come in? Um, not particularly. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers, man. Good podcasting. Uh, well, I think it's for me. It's one of those things of like uh, the, the the a show not necessarily being for us as well. Like, this is a very middle America show. One the, the one of the jokes that really struck out to, uh, stuck out to me was when um, one of the guys, the one with the glasses, says, "Oh, I, I've got a gift for the boss. It's two tickets to Hamilton." Now, number one, you know, don't be buying your boss tickets to anything. Your boss, by dint or, of being your boss, has more money than you. You shouldn't be buying yeah, anything. Or buying presents of any kind. That isn't edible. Yes, it's just, it's appalling. But, and and I think Kevin James says, oh, that's that's a crap idea or something like that to, to that effect. And the joke is that nobody wants to go see Hamilton in theatre. Take that, millennials. Like, that's the kind of, you know, there's like anti-vegetarian jokes and stuff. So... This is very much pitched at the same people who liked King of Queens, yeah. and and we in that episode were quite clear that that wasn't a bad thing to be like. Here's a here's a show for working class Middle people who people. are watching working class families. But but the, as you've pointed out, Dave, that this show doesn't really touch any of that because unless you're into NASCAR, it's not going to connect. Now, if you're into NASCAR. Boy, this might if be a show If you really, really because... like cars driving really, really fast and turning, what, left? But, but is it because do they turn left or do they turn no... right? It's always there's one almost... and never the other. There's almost no NASCAR in this, so is it really for those people? I can't help <laughs> but think that's a budgetary issue, though, because we don't see any races. We see some like stock footage of NASCAR races. But it really would have helped for me if we'd had like some footage of NASCAR yeah. cars doing their thing. Episode two, I watched episode two as well, and boo, that, boo, this isn't that podcast, boo, <laughs> burn her. But, but they, 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 they do have racing in it. It's at night, and it's just I think one driver, another driver comes in to replace the stupid guy, and so there is like footage of them inside a car, and that's it. You know, you just see them with a that, steering wheel. That's and stuff. episode one. Yes. Is that is that this episode? Yes. Yes, that's a part. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what an impact this show left on me! <laughs> but, right, so there we go. But we do see that, and there is there is more there is more driving footage later on in the second episode. Um, so, the, like, uh, I know, but I just think if you're, I just want to give I, what I want to do as we get into this and kind of go through the plot. I'd like to 
just treat it with a fair hand because it isn't for us and that's okay we shouldn't just shit on everything because it's you know it wasn't made expressly with us in mind <laughs> which i think is a reasonable in complete yeah, contrast reasonable. to that just briefly uh, <laughs> this is this is a sitcom starring nobody Kevin seemingly Kate. nothing happens um it's fought for anybody it's a very empty desolate wasteland of of like what could be funny lines if you bothered to set up a character to deliver them so what i found myself doing and we'll go through the characters just briefly here um what i found myself doing was assigning these characters um based purely on like the um stereotype which this show tells me that they they fill um basically i like pigeonholed them as oh that's carla from cheers that's the office manager for instance Uh, mainly because of the curly hair honestly um you've got kevin james plays an imaginatively named uh character called kevin i believe kevin um have you never noticed that the 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 richer and more successful actor is the less likely that they are to take other people like a, a character name you know seinfeld uh, Kevin James is a good example. I can't think of another one. <laughs> um, I think that's a certain rule, Sam. But I think it's a there's a real like hard ceiling on that in terms of mediocrity. Like if you're an actual actor, obviously you don't you, you're capable of of and, and quite happy to no, have a I mean, sitcom not named after yeah, you. Yeah. But yeah. I think if you're a certain level of like okay-ish actor on TV, I yeah you're right. Like um, Seinfeld is a great example, and I'm sure Kevin James has played. <laughs> characters called kevin before he has i'm pretty sure he has yeah i think that that other that other show he did at post um post uh the show that we've been talking King of about really like yeah there we go thanks so kevin james is kevin gibson just to keep us on our toes and he's the crew he's the crew manager isn't he? he's like the not the not the exec, you know, but he's managing the day-to-day operations of this NASCAR team. He's the Michael Scott of this NASCAR team, yeah. He is Michael Scott, yeah. But he's but he's he's also like he's also treading that balance and or, or or what they kind of don't do is push the 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 real strength of the office, which is like you have a really really unlikable side to Michael Scott and you have a really redeeming side to Michael Scott. And those two are all, always in conflict. In this, there's no, there's no effort to do either. So he's just kind of like dead middle of the road, you know. There's nothing. It's, he's it's, not particularly likable or not particularly hateable. He has no particular hopes or dreams. He's just coasting along. Well, we do get a bit, and it's it's what I refer to as like Sandleritis, um, where in every Adam Sandler film, we are because of obviously as I've mentioned, Kevin James is like the premier. Adam Sandler super friend um, in every Adam Sandler joint we are being forcibly told some aspect that Adam Sandler is proud of like quite frequently the size of his dick is a big thing and Kevin James does that I think to a lesser extent in this we get quite a lot of and I say a lot because it's not a long episode anyway but we get quite a lot of like oh Kevin James used to be a driver Kevin James this this Kevin James dates all these beautiful women but he can't settle down because he works too much it's all a bit (laughs) like like what's your biggest weakness oh I work too hard you know I don't make time for my personal life I'm too good at what I do and making a character have a flaw is quite a good way for the audience to like him <laughs> or her. Do you know what I mean? Having having like a identifiable thing of like, oh well, yeah, he's 
he he's you know he drinks too much just like me or he's a bit of a slob just like me whereas in this he is kind of a little bit no all and a bit he was good at everything and he's, you know. he's basically like the glue that holds the team together almost and you get that from the very first thing you know like he is the center of the team and whereas making him more dysfunctional even not to the same extent that we need to do as as Michael Scott but making him a little bit more dysfunctional might be just a way to unlock some of the humor because i i found that his his contribution to the jokes were the weakest you know i i didn't i didn't I didn't feel like he was that, that that character is able to mine much of the the kind of comedic value of the show. How, yeah. many, how many scenes in the show or on the episode was Kevin James not in? Two or possibly three. Exactly, like everything revolves. Oh yeah, but him. like this is a this is a who's who of nobody's Joe. Um, I've, I've been, having, time, quick, I've been having a quick look, and you will know the these actors from. Um, the guy who plays the driver actually played a character in the Harry Potter films, a minor one. Um, Freddie Freddy Stromer. Freddie Stromer. Thanks, Sam. And Gary Anthony Williams uh, played Stevie's dad on Malcolm in the Middle. And then he lost £4,000. <laughs> he he looks incredible. I actually was like, you know, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I had a moment of, 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 of white self-doubt of like... <laughs> No, never, <laughs> Sam. Never. We are the best. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is that is that the guy from? He looks a heck of a lot. Like his face, and it looks everything like the guy from Malcolm. You were Little, like, but then he's, <laughs> you but thought the, you were the, being racist when actually this guy I, looks like that guy because he is that guy. He is that guy. And I was like, whoa, come on, Sam. Don't like, surely, <laughs> I mean, come on. And then, I, and then I, and then I googled it and like triple, double, quadruple checked it. And it is, and and he has lost. I mean, in he in, in Malcolm in the Middle, he was a, a very sizable man, you know. And in this, he looks quite not gaunt, I'd say, but he looks just incredibly slim. But he's but but I actually do like him, and I re, I always loved that character in Malcolm in the Middle. I thought it was a just brilliant good you character know. actor. I mean, yeah, the, and, the and trouble able, in this is that they didn't bother writing a character. No, <laughs> and they don't use him. They don't use the obvious comedic no. chops. He does absolutely nothing. That None Williams has, yeah, he's just kind of like a bit curmudgeonly. And... The, the the office manager is the second most used character in this. Um, is it Beth, played by Beth Page, played by Sarah Styles, who I, yeah. I don't I don't really know. Um, no. I don't think she's a particularly. Um... No, but she's probably like the the, the second most used. Um, she's Carla. She's she's the Carla of this yeah. NASCAR office slash garage. It's very yeah. unclear. Mm-hmm. She she's there to kind of bounce off Kevin James, yeah. um, or no, sorry, Kevin James is there to bounce, you know, to to, to be to be bounced off by by her, by her, and it's kind of like there's a bit, there's clearly some kind of romantic thing that's going to happen develop. Yeah, you see, I right at the didn't end. get that from this. Um, no, I I feel I feel like there's going to be a, yeah. a a bit of a, you know, will they won't they type of thing. Yeah, I got that. Um, that 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 they're gonna. Eventually, because because they just because they frame a lot of Kevin James's poor relationship choices through her, and she's like, "Did you, did you lose? Did you get dumped again? Oh, you know." And then I think then maybe this is in the second episode, but they're sitting down having a beer at the end. That's, that's the first. Episode. Still the first episode. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm so looking forward to, with him and then, to the like, conclusion of this episode of our podcast where it turns out Sam didn't actually watch the second episode at all. Because you've made some bold claims, Sam, and I've not backed you up with anything. <laughs> I don't... I, what, the, I don't know. Tell they're me, having a beer, the plot of the second episode, and they're Sam. watching, I'm they're check watching NASCAR now. racing. And that, this got a laugh out of me, actually. And, and she says... Oh, how long's how long's left? And he goes two and a half hours. And she goes, well, I'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> um, because I honest NASCAR. Like I'm sure if you're into it, you're into it. There's a great joke in Malcolm in the Middle, um, where they go to watch NASCAR and all the kids are desperately bored because NASCAR's boring. <laughs> to be fair, all all motorsport, um, you know, from a going and seeing from a spectator it point, of view, point of view, yeah, it's not it's not particularly engaging. You know, kind of. Vroom, 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 that's it. You're done for another forty seconds. Yeah, occasionally when they happen. Yeah, but but there is yeah there is like I th- I think Beth is there to be the bit of a straight woman, yeah. you know, in terms of she's the foil. She, she's the yeah she's they're gonna they're gonna bounce jokes off her, but and I do but again I do I do see that there is gonna be some romantic yeah. thing going on. Well, I, I disagree, um, but I just want to state that for the record. If to- only there are a way we could find out. <laughs> By watching more of this show, which none of us will do. Yeah, it's not going to happen uh, by the end of season one, and then there's not going to be a season two, so we'll never know. <laughs> I, I'd love for us all <laughs> to be proved wrong on this, to be the king of queen of our, queen king of queens of our age, I, I, and it's going to run for ten care. years. Well, I think it, I, th- I, I, there doesn't seem to be any, um, you know, intelligence yet about whether or not it will be kept on. It's still very, it's still fairly new. Although Netflix is usually pretty quick. About like um, green light. It's the Netflix thing, Sam. They'll, they will green light anything, but they will cancel it like that. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. you can make because a season. They can see if the it stats, kick off. Bye bye. Yeah. Although I yeah. will say, and um, maybe we'll let's talk about the plot in a bit bit greater depth because there's some sitcom tropes to play off there. I will say that uh, having oh. looked at the the reviews and things of this, it does seem that the first episode is widely like panned but it does get better and i'm not sure to the dizzying heights it gets but I, I as i understand it they do at least like improve the dynamic as they go along and that and that's what i that's why i watched the second season because i saw episode the, uh, the sim- he means episode episode the 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 um the consensus seems to be that by you know by episode three or four the chemistry is kind of you know everyone's warmed up a little bit and it's clicked together and that that so that's why I wanted to watch a little bit more just to see and and you could I think you could notice it just being a little bit snappier and and then gelling a little bit more. Um, we should talk about uh, Catherine who is the kind of like antagonist. She's Jan, isn't she from the office? Well, coming in. Let's stop. Dare I say it? Let's stop constantly talking about other better TV shows just for a second. Um, the so the whole like the friction in this episode, the tension and the the obstacle that has to be surmounted is that um, the owner of the racing team is taking a step back, and his daughter, who is young and into tech, is going to take over. And she went all to of Stanford. these all of these old people, Kevin James and his old 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 people employees, are really concerned that they're all going to be, you know, when it's not. No downsizing, but that you know that's 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 the thing is Kevin James is afraid that this woman's going to come in and change things so much that it's not the same place anymore. Yeah. So let, let's do a sense. Let's just do another Sam sense check. Episode one. They're doing interviews. No. Right there we go. I got one. Yes. Episode that's... one. Just to just for clarity here 
in episode that's what they're doing one, in episode two. They're they doing have interviews. Then they have the um, they have the party for the boss who announces he's stepping back, um, and then you have Kevin James and um, Catherine basically like arguing over Catherine wants to replace the driver with this other driver and then they have the the race at the end the totally illegal at night race um at the end and that's kind of like it and that's maybe why the first episode isn't as fun because it's just a bit they spend a lot of time like dropping one-liners and not a lot of time like having a plot yeah having having an antic to 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 kind of get carried away with um I'd quite like Gillian um, Muller's performance, though, as Catherine, as the as the daughter. I think it's it's like it's kind of you know it's feisty and there's there's stuff going on there as opposed to maybe some other uh, shows which might just have this woman be entirely obnoxious just because she's a woman who is you know has a like, woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like with 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 brains and initiative and all these other things that men find threatening. How very dare she! But but let's also you know nothing no no awards for particular feminism. <laughs> I don't think in this. <laughs> um, but it's a it's like it's you know the big the biggest problem I have with this and we should let's talk about the plot now. But the biggest problem I have is that we've it's set in a NASCAR thing. And that just seems to be really, really incidental to the rest of the show. Like I, I almost wish that this was just set in a warehouse, and I think instantly you you would create a much more, um, like you connect with the dynamic. Well, much Sam, more just, just briefly, what if Kevin James, instead of being a NASCAR office manager, worked for UPS? <laughs> he worked for UPS. See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> this, this is green light. This is what I'm saying that you could, you could, you could hint at the other, um, other shows that that won't, you know, Queen Queens. I I really thought they were going to. By the way, just briefly, I was when when you meet the woman he was he cancelled the date with. I really thought she was going to turn around and be the um, the woman from King of Queens. I really thought that would have been yes. like an excellent like, and that would have got me. I think my opinion of this episode would have been like wholly different if they'd managed that. But it's obviously tricky. But I thought that would have been so good. That would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah, that would. He didn't even be cancel the date though, did he? That was the problem. He just like didn't tell her anything, and then she rocked up at his work and went, "Yeah, it's a power it. move, Joe. You know, that's yeah. how you assert dominance." <laughs> So I think I think my my issue with the show is like Sam says like the whole NASCAR thing is interesting kind of idea, but that's the only <laughs> thing the show has. Interesting. Well, it is. Yeah, I mean it's it's not been done before. There's no other shows. Yeah. How many how many workplace comedies around NASCAR yeah. have you heard of? I, but that's the entire like selling point of the show they've gone for because in terms of like comedy and everything else, that there's nothing else going for it. It's all been done before, and it, it's the plot. There isn't one. The characters there aren't any. The comedy, it's not funny. So what does the show really have going for it? Just briefly, mm. um, there's a good reason for this. There are, in fact, 17 NASCAR teams. There are 17 workplaces in the entire wide world allegedly like this. I think that's a really, really niche like market for recognisable workplace comedy. Yeah. You know, Whereas The Office went to... It's absolute like stretch to the limit to be as vague as possible to just be 
an office and you know a paper company is kind of like do you know, do you know what I mean they're an office that facilitates offices Generic. offices existing whereas yeah. this is kind of like a you know maybe there was a maybe there was a different version of this where it's maybe got a bit wider appeal or maybe Kevin test- James is just really into NASCAR well who knows but I, I think the test is imagine the niche either sports team or whatever like you know a sitcom about people playing um, football, soccer, like, and the behind-the-scenes action. Would I want to watch that? Uh, probably it's not, not a sitcom, but there is that show called Dream Team that was on Sky for ages. That ran for, like, seasons and seasons. It wasn't a sitcom. Sure. Yeah. I, have a, I have a pitch for you. I bet there is a, a great British little sitcom, um, six episodes a season, of a five-a-side Sunday team. If there's not, there should be. Like this is, BBC, this is like in... give me money. I know nothing about football, but um, I'll do it. I'll write. I'll write this sitcom, and somebody else can put all the football stuff in later. Already, we're diverging from talking about the crew. Oh yeah, to our own show <laughs> to our imaginary audience. Uh, but if you are, if you do work for the BBC and you'd like to give us money, um, we are completely available to um do whatever you say and just, throw away our dreams and values and um, just, just to be clear you don't have to be from the bbc anybody that wants to give us money we're all good yeah, yeah. We're not. oh <laughs> given, given that my dreams are to be less poor than i currently am um i feel like i'm fine you know however you want to make that low. work bbc yeah. or, or or whoever it doesn't even yeah it doesn't need to be a corporation anybody just wants to throw money at us we're <laughs> happy with that. just send just send old change to my po box i mean yeah maybe not throw money at us like that that's i don't know it's a bit aggressive it's now a bit still. aggressive joe like you're making it you're making it a competition there like how hard can you throw money at joe this is what the show's kind of brought us to isn't it we've kind of gone completely off track right okay yeah let's just let's just this was a this was a this wasn't terrible, I should say. Let's say nice things about this TV show. I did laugh once or twice. I do like Kevin James. Where has his hair gone? Um, but like ultimately, you. I'm sure you could watch all ten episodes of this. There isn't loads of it. And like, not feel like you totally wasted your time. I've watched more abhorrent things for this podcast. And recently. And Netflix shows. <laughs> recent Netflix yeah. shows. And today. I'm talking about you, Hoops. <laughs> hoops. The you know you know it's like it strikes me as being one of those shows that you could um, you could kind of get away with this type of thing in two thousand and four, yeah. you know, and and there's there's maybe a point in in, in around two thousand ten eleven where you, you just can't really make TV like this anymore. It's it's too middle of the road, and and also not niche enough. Yeah, there's, you know, there's like too pe- much. There's too much good stuff out there for you to be able to like waste ten episodes of your life watching this. Says the guy who yeah. watched all four seasons of Heroes. Um, it's yes. also just a very like it's a very um, standard recipe network sitcom. Yeah, like we talked, we talked about King of Queens, and mostly we talked about other sitcoms. But I think it's important when this show's just come out, we can't talk about anything else really. Like you said, Sam, in two thousand and four. This kind of works a bit more, whereas it's not very punctually written and it's not intending to be. It's not saying anything because it's not trying to. And the laugh track <laughs> is the most <laughs> most egregious way in which to like. I think. <laughs> like name what? What's a re- really funny film? 
Just uh, Shinner's list. <laughs> Great answer. If you put a laugh track in there, guess what? All that humour is going to fall flat. Um, but no, there's like it's not even a good laugh track. About 14 seconds into this episode, Kevin James says a joke and the laugh track comes on. And I thought, oh, am I in for this? <laughs> Here um, we go. And we haven't mentioned the laugh track yet, but it's there is a use for a laugh track. I do think a laugh track has its place mostly 25 years ago but um, in well, this studio, it's studio just... audience is different but this is clearly either them watching somebody's watching tapes of this or um it's just added it's completely artificially because it is it is it's not a studio comedy like it's it feels it, it feels very canned audio it's a single camera maybe that's it's a single why camera, isn't maybe it? that's why it jars quite as much as it does because yeah. it's that digital sound that you or I could have done a com- comparable job with clips from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's um, let's you know to save this episode. Let's try and fix this show. That let and let's just channel all our creative energy, which we're trying to to sell to the BBC. And how do we fix this? And I want I want a couple of ideas from both of you that are going to give us a real tangible change to this show that makes it a little bit more um, interesting for us. I have, I mean, I think, I have an I think... instant instant pitch um, and it's a three step plan. Um, <laughs> step one is um, give Kevin James an arc in this episode. We talk about pilots and, and obviously that's what we're doing here. We're talking about pilots. We talk about pilots a lot and an important thing for a pilot is not only to introduce me to your premise and introduce me to your characters, is introduce me to the stories which I will be watching and in this episode, kind of like it just peters out, and I, again, I'm sure the following episodes are better, but you kind of need some resolution at the end between Kevin James and Catherine. You need some like scene where Kevin James has learned that this woman, you know, maybe isn't going to ruin his NASCAR office slash garage, and maybe she realizes that um, Kevin James, you know, is a really valuable and important like employee. Or whatever, you need that scene at the end where there's some kind of like mutual respect between the two because that's the the fulcrum by which this episode levers. You, you need you need the um, the moment, as in Scrubs or whatever, mm-hmm. where the character has a, a you know introspective yeah. moment where they go, oh yeah, I and, and and at that moment I knew that we would be friends forever. Except or some, I'd you know, maybe I'd maybe write it in a less sledgehammery way. <laughs> like I'd maybe just have like you know um, nuclear bomb maybe Catherine to just comes in and she goes oh by the way you were totally right about XYZ and Kevin James goes oh you know oh thanks and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow and like let's let's just like really just gently be like oh oh there's a there's a building of mutual respect we're telling a story we're really doing it we've written a plot and we kind of don't get that in this and and but it's so it would be so easy to do. You could convey that, com- if you were competent, and I'm sure people making this were competent. You could convey that in a look. You could convey that in a nod, or you know, a single do, word. Do you, do you know what the problem is? The problem is that this has been made for Netflix. So, the the um, as we've discussed before, the bar that you have to pass. If if somebody watches your first episode and gets through it, the bar that you need to pass is: do they reach the remote? within six seconds 
before it goes on to the next episode. Whereas I think you're you're right. This is a very good idea. And I, I, this is is this step one of three. Well, um, step three was to remove the laugh track. Step one was to have an arc, and then step two was um, what was it? Uh, write a better, write some better jokes because for me this is a bit <laughs> actually be funny. Yeah. It's all quite fundamental, isn't it? Really fundamental changes. I don't know though. Some of the jokes I laughed at the bit be with funny. the mechanic and the, the the woman's like she doesn't understand. She goes, "Is there any way to make the car faster?" <laughs> yeah, faster. Like that was a fun. There's a seed. There's there's a lot of seeds of really funny bits in this episode where did, did they just know? make the laziest joke possible. But if they yeah. maybe given the, a second pass. Like this could be a little bit punchy and a little bit funny, and you know. I did kind of like I, I kind of like that joke actually because the the guy um, Williams is going, uh, Chuck, sorry, played by Williams, is going, like we could cheat, and then she says no, don't cheat. He's like, oh no, we don't cheat, and then you know, they kind of go back and forth, and then Kevin James and um, uh, what's her name? Catherine is the name. Charlotte is yeah, Catherine. Sorry, Kevin James and and uh, uh, Charlie. <laughs> Go, Catherine. I know. I'm joking. They go back into the room, and and she's like, "Kevin just, oh yeah, no, we we can't cheat. We'll be we'll be sued for millions of dollars." And I, I feel like that was a NASCAR line. I feel like NASCAR were like, "You need to make it clear that they're not going to cheat." I'm not. We're not even joking about it. Like you have to have a line at the end where they're going to say, "No, no, don't cheat. We'll be fine." I feel like they got enough money for product placement in this that they didn't need anything from NASCAR. <laughs> yes. Oh, the product placement. The pro. The second episode, it, honestly, the first two minutes, and, and generally, if you're not going to watch this, sort of listener, just go and watch the second episode of this for the first two minutes before the credits, because they have like it's not even it's not even a it's not even like a fourth wall style joke. They literally just cram in about seven or eight sponsors, and because he's having an interview, he's won the race and blah blah blah. He's feeling good, and spoilers. Yeah, he's not actually one. He came ninth, but they—they—that's basically winning. See, that's they a just, funny joke. That's a funny joke. They—they—they churn out. They churn out all of these sponsors, and then and then and through the episode, they get like a a fruit basket thing from this real fruit company, which I never heard of, but I googled, thinking this is going to be a real fucking yes, it's a real company. God damn it, it's just insane. And then there's one shot. I think the shot where where they're. Um, where they're what where Kevin James is watching the old tape of his victory, you can see the Stella Artois bottle that he's drinking from, which is always turned round to face the camera. I love how Americans see... treat stuff like that. By the way, if you're yeah, in, if you're too. in the UK and you drink Stella, I mean, obviously, you know, you like what you like, but it's got like Stella. We call Stella wife beater in this yeah. country. Yeah, um, but it's it's wife. the same here because the Italian beers, the Italian beers that they ship over a piss. You yeah, know, we do Foster's. I'm still Great whatever the, yeah. So you've got Stella, you've got an an, an iMac behind him in the in the room behind him through the blinds. Again, the blinds are perfectly positioned so you can see the Apple logo. And then there's three Chevrolet hats just on a shelf. And you think this one shot has just so much fucking product placement in it. It's absolutely insane. It's and insane. Product placement is fine to a certain extent. But like, and even in a NASCAR garage, even if they were playing it for laughs, like everything we have is from a sponsor. Do you know what I mean? Like if that was a joke, like yes. this logo's on everything. <laughs> maybe that maybe. Why, well, here's, here's a pitch why, why do we keep calling it the Verizon halftime show brought to you by Verizon? Like, 
They could. They could. Yeah. They could. Catherine could say, "Oh, I, a, a documentary crew are coming they in, do. but um, we haven't got the rights to Coach show Cal. any of these logos." And Kevin James is like, "It's NASCAR. Everything is sponsored." <laughs> yeah. She, it's like remove everything that's got a logo on it that we haven't got the rights to show in this documentary. And she comes it, in, and there's just like a set of shelves <laughs> and an empty desk. And she's like, "Where think, is everything?" He's like, "Everything has we, a logo we can't on actually, it." We can't actually use the um, the, the actors, the, the 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 driver's face because his his likeness is owned by the Disney Corporation. Really sorry about that. <laughs> you see, the important we are writing is, a better NASCAR-based sitcom right now. I think the important question is NASCAR how many how, how many um, Chevrolets have we bought since since watching that episode? <laughs> Didn't you own a Chrysler, Joe? Chrysler. It was Chrysler. a Chrysler. Don't Probably owned by the same GM. I saw a Chevrolet you know. the other day. I feel as though we, I feel as though we've reached the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this we, haven't. Become, we haven't. This has become quite um, diffuse. Yeah, we haven't though because we're still there's still there's still potential fixes that I'd like to go to. Joe, what about you? Have you got any fixes for this? Don't just say make it funny. I want a concrete fix. <laughs> you've had plenty of time to think about it. Let's go. I mean, my biggest thing is the NASCAR thing. I would completely change the setting. Uh, well, one of two things. You either need to change the setting and make it something a little bit more basic and not as kind of out there, because I think that's a real issue, or you need to go more full into that. And maybe it does in later episodes. I just feel as though kind of it almost becomes a distraction having it in this setting, if you know what I mean. So you either need to, like Dave said, you know, make him work for UPS. You know, it's never been done before, right? Um I don't know. Or, I think I think there's a way to make this work, but they don't lean into it enough. Yeah, that's what know? I mean. That, that that's the thing. You need to either have a have it different and not have the work as like the focus, or completely lean into it and make it the focus. And it does neither of those things. And that's 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 the thing that I would say needs to be fixed most. They either lean into the NASCAR thing, which maybe they do later on. I don't know. Or you lean into kind of like turn it into something else and don't focus on the work. You need to do one of those two things. Make it, make it. Each episode is a, is a race day. Yeah, you know, like that will be fun. And have and have have you a plot would be the interaction of the characters and them doing whatever they're doing. But the B plot would be there's a race going on. You know, like oh no, the, 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 we put the wrong tires on. He's got he's got the clown tires on. Oh no, they, it's squeaking all the way down. Like you could just you could do something to have that as a kind of structural thing for the show. You, you kind of tinted on my fix for the show, which is turn everything up to 11. Because I think the biggest problem with this is that it's just not... It's not It's not either... It's not leaning into anything. Someone throw a pie in someone's face. Exactly. Literally, I just think they need to turn it... Just turn everything up. Make every single character meaner or stupider or fun. You know, like whatever it is. Make the NASCAR much more prominent... I mean, the, the the you know the jokes about like the, all the product placement, all of this, just turn everything up, because that way you could get like quite a funny middle of the road idea and turn it into something that's interesting and and uh, like it would feel more alive, you know, rather than just this very static show. Even even some of the even like the scenery and things and. The, what the extras are doing everyone's just kind of standing around like, doing nothing whereas I think if you had people running behind you and like no, I'm not saying let's have little mini plays in the background but let's have just action going on let's just yeah. liven everything up a bit and I think you'd get much more of a 
it would feel more interesting, Again, more dynamic. It's, it's more a budget s- thing, isn't there? Because there's like literally there's like two sets you see in the entire thing. There's the like the pub slash bar restaurant, whatever it is, and there's basically the garage, and that's the two places you see. That's it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think the sim- I think the problem uh, this is that fundamentally this is a retrograde TV show. I don't necessarily mean that in an, in an, in in that it's not as funny as it should be or whatever. It's just it's made it's made for two thousand four. It's made to be uh, you know put out during sweeps or whatever you know whatever uh, a period of of the TV season you like, and then pushed to try and get it to, to, to syndication. Like that seems to be what the objective of this show is. Well, Whereas it's, it's actually, Netflix is throwing shit. Um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's it's the I'd it's be the Netflix to know model. How much money this cost this this TV, mm. this series? Because it feels like it can't have been like loads and loads. And do you know what I mean? I think my overwhelming thought, after, especially after having talked about you know mostly the office and Malcolm in the middle with you guys for the last forty minutes, um, my overwhelming takeaway is that like they they could be a funny sitcom here, but maybe like spend some more money, you know, do it right. Yes, yes. Like try harder. Yeah. You know, try harder. I can't find any. I've budget. looked into the budget and I I can't find anything at all. Information. You know, just just as a you know before we before we finish, I think it a lot of this really does go down to the um, the problem with Netflix is that they 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 do not make a profit. You know, they are just a balloon of um, venture capitalist funding and they just get rounds you know hundreds and hundreds of millions they 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 spend per country never mind across the globe you know it's just insane the amount of money that they're just pumping into tv and and this is kind of the result isn't it we just get these inflated shows i mean kevin james cannot be cheap he cannot be a cheap buy to bring on board and without him this show probably would be written by a much more you know, someone who's got to try harder. Someone who's got to, who's got to actually write the funny jokes and and do something a little bit different. Whereas he, because he's always successful, can walk in with his 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 name recognition and just do the same old stuff. And maybe if Netflix wasn't just pumping up guys like this, we wouldn't get shows that just aren't so, you know, kind of mediocre. It's a uh, as, it's a tactic of Netflix's, isn't it? Where like, you know, ninety five percent of the stuff they make is really shit, and then five percent of it's good, and maybe, you know, ten percent of that is really good. And isn't that just what TV was doing anyway? Uh, I suppose shit it to warm yeah. and see what sticks. That's what it yeah, is. That is shit it to warm and see what sticks. Yeah, that is the model. There we go. We've done the crew. Um, I'm. I, I moderately apologise for making us watch this, but you know, we'll. You guys will get your own back at some point yeah, next future, week. I'm sure. We yes. are. We are. We are watching shows like The Crew and Hoops, so that you, audience, if you in fact exist, don't have to. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys, and let's get back to the track. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>